Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. I'm Lauren Witzke filling in for Stu Peters. Today he is celebrating his birthday and enjoying time with his family. So I'm going to go ahead and fill in. Listen, everybody heard yesterday about the Madison Cawthorn interview where he uh, exposed uh, the orgies and the drug abuse that's going on in D.C. Now listen, like the beast system is here, but we didn't know that the U.S. government was a part of it. We knew that, you know, with the vaccine mandates and every all the degeneracy that's being pushed in legislation uh, was really indicative of it. But hearing it firsthand from a congressman uh, was really uh, important for us to know. Now, listen, the beast system is here and nobody knows it better and is ready to identify our enemy better than Pastor Todd Coconado. Uh, he's a childhood actor. Actually, you grew up in uh, that kind of industry and you saw it in Hollywood. Is that correct? Yeah, I've seen a lot of things uh, along these lines in Hollywood over the years. I mean, I have not, I want to be clear, I've not participated in this type of thing, but I saw it, I was around it, uh, friends of mine, people I knew that were involved in things like this. So it doesn't surprise me, but it is very egregious to hear if this type of thing is happening in D.C. with our elected officials. I mean, we're in a time right now, people are worried about inflation, they're worried about, you know, gas prices, all the different things. The last thing we need to be worried about is corruption and orgies and things like that happening with our elected officials. I mean, that is absolutely outrageous. Right. You know, I, I can't help but to think that maybe this explains why they are voting the way they are voting. We're watching uh, conservative, quote unquote, politicians voting in favor of transgender bathrooms and absolute degeneracy. And we're like, what is going on? Um, you know, part of the beast system is blackmail. Now, how do we as Christians take down this beast system? Well, that's a great question. You know, first of all, I would say we have to come together as the body of Christ. We have to be, you know, the Bible says some things only through prayer and fasting. We need to be fasting. We need to be calling upon the name of the Lord. Uh, we need to be a united front uh, because we're in a clear battle. And the battle is light versus darkness. That's what's happening in our world right now. So we need to make sure that we understand the battle. The Bible says it's not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. So it really is no surprise when you hear of such wicked things that are happening because the battle is this spiritual battle. And so that's why the church has to be the head and not the tail. We first have to identify, you know, what I have to tell you, there's some people that don't even want to admit that we're even in this battle. So the first thing is acknowledging that we're in the battle. Then it's, it's using the weapons of our warfare and the tools that the word of God talks about and the offensive weapon, which is the word of God and truth and, and standing up and, and, and being the body of Christ that we're meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I feel like also we've had this kind of struggle within our own, like within the church as well. You know, there's a lot of corruption. There's deals being made. Um, there's compromises being made. Uh, you know, how can we as Christians take back the church? Because it seems like it is slowly selling off to Satan. Um, every little compromise we have made, every little thing we have allowed has been giving a little more and more of a piece of the church over to our enemy. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you see the progressivism uh, kind of seeping into the like into the modern day church? And how can we prevent that from happening? How can we take a stand against that as well? Absolutely. What an amazing question. And, you know, there's there's many different things that we need to be doing. First of all, the Bible talks about a little leaven leavens the whole lump, you know, compromise. What does the Bible say? Lukewarm church is going to be spit out. It's the church of Laodicea. We need to be the empowered church which is the church of Philadelphia, which means we got to be consecrated. We got to be set apart. We got to come out from among them. 
Uh, you know, we catch me trying to be relevant. What a weak thing of trying to be relevant. Jesus is relevant. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And you and I, Lauren, we have testimonies where we came out of the world. And I'm going to tell you, the last thing that I wanted to see from the church is the church trying to be like the world. I was hungry. I wanted truth. And that's what so many people are seeking right now. They want authenticity. They want truth. They want people in the body of Christ to actually be talking about what's real and what's holy and what's pure and what's righteous, what's going to set you up for success. So I call it the deep church. It's like the deep state. But there is an infiltration that has happened with this wokeism and with all these uh, other non-real, you know, these are not doctrinally sound Christian doctrine. These are infiltrations of, of syncretism. And, and other forms of gospel that are not the holy gospel of the word of God. So we have to stick to the word of God. The Bible says faith comes from hearing. Hearing from what? Hearing from the word of God. So we have to be lovers of the word, doers of the word, and we got to get rid of the leaven. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a question for you. You know, as somebody who grew up um, as a childhood actor in Hollywood, and I'm sure this came as no surprise to you hearing this news about this, um, you know, and drug abuse runs rampant. You know, I, I struggled with addiction as well. That's been no secret. Um, thank you, Jesus, for setting me free. Uh, yeah. But, you know, do you think it would be a good idea for elected officials to have to be drug tested in order to write legislation that dictates our country? Absolutely. You know, when I got into the workforce, there was always a drug test. You know, I mean, this was like 20 something years ago, but you know, you'd get a background check, you get a drug test. Nowadays, they've got really lackadaisical on that. But when it comes to people that are running the country, that are making the laws of the land, uh, I think it's a no brainer. And I wouldn't understand why they wouldn't do that. And I think we'd be surprised, unfortunately, to find out that many of these people may be dabbling with designer drugs. And that is just absolutely un. You know, we can't allow that. Uh, America is in a very dire place right now. We need sober-minded leaders that are actually understanding the complexity of the situations that we face. They can't be partying and uh, doing designer drugs more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know personally that it would completely change my mind. Like you're not thinking clearly, you're making poor decisions based on how you currently feel on that time or how high you are at that time. You know, I think it's absolutely, uh, <sighs> should not be accepted you know it should not be accepted we do not want legislators writing our legislation who are uh blowing cocaine or doing drugs um that should be a given you know and there's even questionable things where like people go on uh interviews and give speeches and stuff and you, this person is obviously under the influence of something and it's really embarrassing you know we used to be a country uh that was proud people used to respect us and i feel like uh, globally, like we are being disrespected as a country because of our leadership. Our representation can't be taken seriously because they're not sober minded. Um, you know, Todd, I don't know what's next. How do we take this down? What do we do next uh, to hold our elected officials accountable to kind of demand better leadership uh, throughout this, you know, this giant expose of what's really going on in D.C.? Yeah, I mean, you know, what's going on is there is exactly as you say, there's an expose. I really believe God is separating the wheat from the chaff. Even in the body of Christ, we're seeing a lot of this happening. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we can do is have term limits. Number one, uh, you know, a lot of these elected officials are career politicians. They've been in there for so long and they get so much wealth and, and power. And it's, it's really hard to, to get rid of these people. So uh, this is a service. These, you know, they, these types of positions are service positions. You know, they're servants of the public. And they should be, you know, uh, carrying out the interests of the people. But oftentimes that's not what we're seeing. So I know the American people, listen, as a pastor, I talk to a lot of people. 
people are very concerned. They're concerned about the state of our nation. They're concerned about the direction our country's going. They want, you know, they have hope. I mean, look at the MAGA movement and, you know, America First you know, policies and politicians. They're hoping that these people will go in and clear out what, what is called the swamp, you know, the corruption in D.C., uh, so there's a movement. There's a lot of people that would love to see the corruption taken care of. But there's also a lot of people that are feeling very battle weary and like, you know, when is this ever going to happen? Is it going to happen? So, you know, we have to hold the elected officials accountable. There has to be transparency, term limits. Uh, I think the drug test is a good idea. I mean, you know, this is a pretty bombastic statement saying this type of thing is happening in D.C. If it's happening, it needs to be exposed. It needs to come out. And uh, we need to call it out because that's a really big accusation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as far as the accusations of blackmail is concerned, do you think there is secret societies in D.C. that kind of dictate uh, who does what, who votes on what? Well, I can tell you, I mean, even if you listen to JFK, he gave us a great speech on this uh, before he was assassinated, where he's talking about there are indeed secret societies. And so I do believe there are. Uh, I think there's probably more than we realize. Now, of course, some people go off on a tangent and make it about things that it's really not. But I, I absolutely would agree that there is this type of thing going on. There are secret societies and there are blackmail. I mean, we know that that's happening. It's come out. I mean, it's mainstream news. It's not even a conspiracy. It's absolutely true. Uh, so we have to root out this corruption. We have to take it on. It has to be talked about. It has to be addressed. And uh, I really would hope that there would be some real oversight because right now, the type of oversight that we're seeing, it's not enough. Right. You know, I know that Kevin McCarthy has stepped in uh, to kind of uh, reel in Madison Cawthorn. You know, he went and did that interview. He was talking about what was really going on in D.C. Um, and, you know, they immediately sent in the establishment to kind of silence him. If you could say uh, something to Madison Cawthorn during this time, what would it be? Well, first of all, I've met Madison. I think he's a good guy. I mean, you know, I, I, I was really excited when he first became a representative. It seemed like he was really on the right path. Uh, you know, what I would say is, is that, you know, when you make this type of, of statement, it has to be backed up. So, um, you know, either retract the statement if it's not true or if it is true, then you have to take it to the next level and be willing to, you know, name names or bring out the corruption as is. Because if I were to make a statement like that as a pastor, people would expect me to back it up. So, uh, you know, we just want to see, uh, you know, names named and things come out. If it's true, the people want to see the corruption revealed and taken care of. Right. Well, as somebody in the right wing movement, I've seen it at uh, conservative events. Um, I've seen the, you know, this the sexual just generosity that kind of goes on. It's kind of like, hey, come to my hotel room. It's not conservative at all. Or, you know, they're doing drugs in their hotel rooms like we certainly have a cancer here at home within our own party that needs to be rooted out uh, before because we can't take on the Democrats when our own party is a mess, when our own foundation is a mess, um, when we're not standing on Christian principles as well. And, you know, it is a problem within the the right, um, you know, our side. You know, we do have things that we need to weed out as well. Um, and that includes addressing uh, stuff in the church, compromises in the church. And, you know, I'm so grateful that we have somebody like you, a strong young faith leader. Um, I've been keeping an eye on your career. I really like what I'm seeing. And I want to encourage you uh, to keep fighting, keep being a loud voice. Uh, we appreciate you coming on this show today. And uh, where can people find you, Pastor Todd? Absolutely. Thank you, Lauren. Well, the same to you. I appreciate your voice and your speaking truth. And thank you for what you're doing. You can go to PastorTodd.org. Very simple, PastorTodd.org. And you can see all the different places that we post and how to get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. I know that you also are hosting uh, your speaker at the uh, some of the tours that are going around. I hear people are getting saved. Um, I hear a lot of great things are coming out of your organization. And, you know, I 
would love to keep uh, in touch with you. And we'd like to hear more about this uh, coming up soon. So thank you so much, Pastor Todd. Uh, have a great day. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Lindell. And my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for all your support during these times. They've canceled culture. They've canceled our box stores, our shopping channels. Now they've even tried to debank me. And it's all because they want our voice canceled. Buying Today also helps support Stu Peter's show, which is one of the best podcasts, best shows you're ever going to watch because he speaks out like it is. He tells the, the news. What a concept. Well, today I'm going to pass the savings on to you. You get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99. And if you order today, I'm going to give you my book free. By the way, my book, this is the American dream. This is what it is. This is what we're all fighting for. This is what we're not going to give up on. We're not going to lose our freedoms. You use promo code Stu. You guys, this is the best price in history because of your great support. Thank you all and God bless. The medical mafia is ripping life-saving medication off the shelves, overwhelming the system. That's against the law. No, actually it's not. While communist doctors are doing everything they can to withhold care from patients in need. Vaccination, Jim, has been the solution to every major public health issue. But when you have a virus that's circulating in the community, and you are not vaccinated, you are part of the problem. But there's hope. Dr. Stella Emanuel is saving lives with early treatments that are proven to work. I just wanna let everybody know in America, you don't have to get sick. You don't have to wait till you get sick. Everybody needs to have ivermectin hydroxychloroquine in their medicine cabinet. Dr. Stella is taking patients today. Go to drstellamd.com and use promo code Stu to book an appointment and get life-saving meds sent straight to your doorstep. No hassle, no Fauci, only compassion. drstellamd.com, promo code Stu.